Movies by Minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time, that's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best saddle up now, kids, cause here we go. Howdy, welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado. One minute of screen time per episode. This is uh, Jack from the Marine Corps Movie Podcast, and with me today is my brother, Billy. Hey, brother. So, uh, what minute are we on today? If it, is it 59 uh, or 49 or 50? Math is hard. Math for Marines. Math for Marines. I didn't even look at the number of what minute it is. I just watched <laughs> the clip. <laughs> it's 49. Is it 49? Okay, yeah. It's 49. yeah. Couldn't remember because uh, it's been so long since we recorded our last episode. <laughs> Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peek behind the curtain. <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain, folks. I am just as professional uh, off screen as I am on. <laughs> uh, you know, Perry, one thing I will have to say is I have. I'm really impressed in how you embrace the your Texas roots with the howdy o introduction each time that you've done it. First of all, Texans do not have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> so if I if I were to go to Texas and visit you, if I say the stars at night are big and bright, will everybody start clapping and in unison say, deep in the heart of Texas? <laughs> Trigger everybody. <laughs> Adventure? Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember, son? I remember. The Alamo. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> this is exactly how I picture Texas. Texans really are just betting Say what? crazy over their state. Don't mess with it, Texas. Th- yeah. Yeah. Some more than others. <laughs> but you'll notice that there's like, people have like stars, like stone stars over their house. Like, you know, the, uh, you know, the five-pointed star. The roadways have stars or the shape of texas beer cans beer like all all this stuff is marketed to texans like we put texas on it so you'll buy it and people will buy it because you know because it has texas on it because it has texas on it yeah it's it's uh yeah yeah texas stickers it's yeah people play at it in other places but texas texans are yeah they're pretty fanatical about their history and 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 texas pride and stuff like that the only other like instance of that that i can think of that maybe rivals is people from ohio who are obsessed with ohio state i think it's a law yeah Yeah, i think it's a law that you have to be a buckeye fan if you're from ohio which i'm sure i'm sure people will call in because this is a radio show and, (laughs) and and disagree but every single person that i know that either has lived in ohio for some small amount of time or have lived there their whole life are like these zealots for yeah. <laughs> the Buckeyes, yeah. which is, I'm like, okay, gonna, man. <laughs> it's going to be funny is here, what, what's going to happen is, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out my magic ball, my magic eight ball, and I'm going to make a prediction. This this one minute is probably going to generate more hate mail. <laughs> and we, we've only just started, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, we haven't even got into the minute yet. Like We haven't talked, scene one, second one of, of, of the clip, and we've already generated massive amounts of, you're wrong, you're a liar, you don't know what you're talking about. Would you say it's misinformation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. 
Yeah, this is going to be the only clip that's going to get one of those stupid Facebook banners. And it's like, oh, you found that this is not completely accurate. <laughs> that, that would be our whole podcast. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> not this podcast. There's other hosts that are professional and doing their job. Oh, there's, that people would be that walk our... around, there's people that walk around with those little spinny signs that point at us. <laughs> this person may not be completely accurate. <laughs> You're right. Our real life. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those people are my wife, my children, my friends, my coworkers. <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he says something. Somebody climbs out of an air vent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, moving on. <laughs> but speaking of, uh, we're doing the opposite with this wagon train, though. Uh, this minute begins with the wagon train basically coming to a halt. And it ends with the answer to the question of what you do when you come to a fork in the road. You mm. take it. Yeah, you take it. All right, yeah, so, you know, we get another one of those wagon trains going through beautiful countryside shots, uh, and then it, the wagon train stops. Now, in the film, it just stops, but in the script, it, 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 there's a little bit of a scene that kind of looks like it was cut out. So I'm, I'm going to do another dramatic reading from the, from the screenplay, if you will. With a British accent. <laughs> Hello, Governor. Going to the, going to Silverado. <laughs> what do we say about offending pretty much everybody? <laughs> you set me up, dude. I know. Yep, yep, yep. Don't worry. I'll burn with you. All right. Okay. So, well, until we get kicked off the air, uh, like again, like it's a radio show. Yeah. A buckboard with a man and a young girl in it is stopped at the fork. It's two occupants standing up and waving excitedly. As the wagon train pulls to a halt, Hobart climbs down from the lead wagon and is embraced by the homesteader from the buckboard, Bradley. Bradley points off along the right fork of the road as he speaks to Hobart. Bradley. It's right down. <laughs> it's right down this road a ways. I'll ride with you myself. <laughs> I don't even know what accent that is. To the girl on the bookboard. Carol, go spread the word. Our people are here. The girl Carol. <laughs> I don't know, man. In the future. <laughs> Mummy. The girl Carol. Wh- oh, and this is a black and white 40s mobster movie. <laughs> yeah, see? It's right over the yonder. Yeah. Spread the word. It's curtains for you. Ah, the girl Carol whips, whips the buckboard into motion and disappears down the road. Bradley is looking down the line of wagons. All right, what accent do I know to do now? <laughs> hey, yo, I thought there were more of you. <laughs> but I thank the Lord for each and every one. Uh, we'll, okay, <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all save a solid trip off. Um, strip of bottom land under the plow when... I can't even read, dude. Let me just say it again. I'll Bradley. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I thought there'd be more. I thought there'd be more of you. But I thank the Lord for each and every one. We'll have a solid strip of bottom land under the plow when you people stake your claims. A grim look at Hobart. And we're going to need every hand to hold it. Yeah, and then, so that's, that's a scene that was cut out. Hobart was one of the guys that we met early on, you know, that was kind of the lead of the wagon train there. Um, I forget who plays him, but he's definitely the guy from every 80s movie that you would ever seen. I kind of wish they kept at least part of that in because it, it sets up what some of the strife is going to be within Silverado mm-hmm. early on. I, f- I feel like some of the homesteader stuff gets kind of, um, I mean, they do play lip service to it, but it, it, there was a few parts in this movie where, it, especially as a kid, I'm like, kind of like things just kind of started happening 
And like this would be like a setup to what, you know, like he's saying, we're going to need every hand to hold it, meaning somebody's trying to take that land. I mean, it's pretty obvious right there, which is, you know, that is part of the plot of the villains. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> So, and it says that Hannah's wagon, Emmett has brought his horse up to face Hannah and on horseback, uh, beside her wagon, wait, Emmett has brought his horse up to face Hannah and on horseback beside her wagon is Peyton, which that's exactly what we see. He says, oh, I hope to see you again, ma'am. And, he, and she nods she, demurely as, as it puts in the screenplay, <laughs> which I would, would you, would you say, uh, Rosanna Arquette is, or I'm sorry, would you say, yeah, Rosanna Arquette is nodding demurely in that scene no not really she's got she plays it pretty low uh what would you say like she's she smiles mm, yeah yeah but i think she's i think she's uh you know kind of keen to what's going on yeah i think she's a little more impressed with emmett based on the way she nods and smiles at him but it's still not like sub- yeah i wouldn't say seductive is the right word but it's not I don't know. She seems to appreciate Emmett based on that little smile more, more so than I would say, uh, Peyton. (laughs) I don't know, but she seems a little disappointed when he rides off though. Cause the two men have a conversation and that's when she kind of gives a little smirk like, Oh, it's too bad. He's leaving. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of my interpretation of it, but he's like Peyton, you know, basically announces that he's going to ride along with her. Um, he wants to see what this farmland, you know, what would make somebody, make such a dangerous trip worth taking so i want to check it out yeah. with her yeah and uh way to sell it Chip. yeah and yeah exactly and emmett definitely is got like a yeah i would say say what eating grin on his face like he knows what's up <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i know what you're up to you're not tricking nobody <laughs> i'll see you around yeah <laughs> and emmett's like i'll be around <laughs> and he's like, hey let's go jake yeah uh so yeah the wagon train starts up we cut to the scene of, uh, of seeing the fork in the road. The settlers go right. Jake and um, Emmett go left towards Silverado. One scene I really like, and I, it's, it's similar to the whole see around Mal, is the he shouts and waves to Payton, see you in Silverado, Payton. And then Payton you know, shouts back, I'll be there. With it, and he tips his hat. I never noticed that in the past. I mean, it seems like it was 80 yard, <laughs> but, but I noticed that he did do a tip of the hat. When Jake, because Jake's waving, you know, see, ya, as they, because they're as they're going their separate ways. So again, we're lo- we're losing members of our party. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the team's breaking up, you know. Yeah, you're trying to get the band back together. Yeah, the Avengers broke up with like a band, like the yeah. Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Silverado wins are breaking up now. Yeah. So we get another deleted scene, basically, uh, in the script. Anyways, I, I, I when I say deleted scene, it. I have no idea if they filmed this and it was just cut out, but this is in the script. Uh, it's Hobart. He's like, I feel I've arrived in the, in Canaan. Is that the way you say it? Yeah. The biblical Canaan. Yeah. Yep. Bradley says, when we got here, we thought it was Eden and it's pretty close right down to the serpents. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I, I actually wish again that they could have put that in there because, you know, we'll get a scene of Rosanna Arquette and, you know, Hannah and Peyton walking the land. If they could have thrown a little bit of at least that in there, you would again. It, it's more to let you know that as great as this place is, and as you know, hopeful as everybody's is, like there, there's trouble here. You know, be yeah. ready because we see them face trouble. But really, it's it's more 
I mean, the focus is on these four main characters, and that's fine. But I would, I would have liked personally to have that. Like, that's a good line, right down to the serpents. <laughs> yeah, good foreshadowing too. Lawrence Casson and his brother are pretty good writers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the you know, so we say the wagon train moves on along the right fork ahead. Blah 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 blah. Yes, we already said that. Keep those doggies rolling, moving uh, wagon train minute. You know. <laughs> I mean, not not a lot going on here. Obviously, you know, everybody's splitting off. They've they they're basically they've basically arrived, though. You know, they're here. This is the type of thing where, like, when I tell when my parents come visit me and I say, "Hey, you know, text me when you get home," yeah. but they'll text me like when they're on the throughway and they're yeah. getting off their exit. They're not yeah. home home, but they're like, "Ah, we're you know, we just exited." You know, my mom will be like, "Oh, we just got off the exit." I know they're basically home. They're like probably a couple miles from home. This is exactly that that type of moment. Like, hey, we're here, but we're not. You know, we're, we're taking our exit. <laughs> yeah, they're almost there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got to tell you, Perry, I really do not have a lot to say beside uh, for this particular minute, other than I wish they had found a way to keep some of this settler stuff in in the movie just just to set up the overall struggle that's going to go on with the guy who's the ultimate bad guy yeah sometimes those little action scenes you can get a lot you can you can milk a lot we milked a lot of scenes out of heartbreak ridge but there was other stuff going on like they were deeper scenes like this is just mm, he's on horseback he's riding he's doing this or yeah it's it there's not a, there's not really a whole lot like i think you did a good job of kind of fleshing some of uh some of the screenplay out and and you know providing context that that wasn't in the final cut. Well, I thought you were going to say I did a good job with all my accents. Stellar job on adding more detail to the minute. Yeah, good job. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> For the accents, though, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. sure. Right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Funny. It's such an inside joke. <laughs> it's a- <laughs> this is a side note and I'll edit this out, but uh I've been catching myself not doing it so dramatically, but I've been saying right, right a lot lately. Right, right. You know, just like regular and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like I'm just I'm I'm becoming gunny. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the only other thing I could add to this particular minute is and I and I learned that this from watching the behind the scenes stuff is the music that they're using here is like, I think it's basically called the settler's theme. It's very like, it's what you would think of, of like romanticizing the West, you yeah. know, like that type of music. I've already gone on record and say that I absolutely love the theme song, the main theme to Silverado. And they yeah. play it throughout in different ways. Yeah. Little, little stingers or little, yeah. Little notes of it. You're right. So, I mean, they, they just use it throughout in different, different ways. Another one that keeps coming up is this settler's theme, and, and they, they do it a few times, and, and I, that's the best I can come up with is romanticizing the West. You would, it would fit in any Old West, John Wayne-type you know, 60s movies if you wanted. It, it's, and it's another good one. I mean, the music's phenomenal in this movie. So, so we get that a lot. And, and again, it fits it, too, because like, it's a little, I wouldn't say it's sad, but it's a little sad. Because it's hopeful, but like it's also like, oh, we're splitting off now, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense, but that's that's what I got. <laughs> and of course, the the countryside is it's just nice to look at. It's uh, they they picked a good spot to film. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty country uh, until you know you have to drive forty five minutes to go get groceries. Well, right on or horseback. If you're, 
if you're well, no, I'm just saying I'm today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you if you live so far out, it's it could be a pain in the ass. But living there once you all years all squared away, it's nice. Yeah, that's yeah, it is nice. Well, Perry, I, I I mean, I really don't have anything else that I can add to this. Um, so at this point, let's just ask everybody to come back for minute fifty. We're gonna say goodbye to them, but not yet. We got one more episode. Oh, I'm sure they can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're dying with anticipation. <laughs> episode 50 was the most skipped over episode in the entire oh, Wait, we got one more with these guys? These oh, all right. Uh, 51 it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they come back next minute for to the Silverado Podcast, which is found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, SilveradoMinute.com. And it's available on social media, the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon on Facebook and on Twitter at Silverado MXM. So this is where we say goodbye to the listeners. See you in Silverado, Perry. (laughs) No. You're not going to be there? No. No. Tipping your hat to me? Come on, dude. Uh, Enlisted salute. (laughs) See you in Silverado, everybody. Mm